Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Get your ass up when I'm talking. Hey, take it easy. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. Feel the magic and soul of the YBs. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Take two. Welcome to That Davis Show. I am your host, Kenneth Davis. Please follow me at That's Davis on all social media platforms. Of course, you know Ryan Bukovetsky, the executive producer of this show. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski 1 on Instagram. We got a lot to get into today. We're going to recap our feelings of the WNBA Finals with the sky winning and having a parade. It was nice to see the ladies had a parade and they were at uh, Prisker's Pavilion downtown at the Shell. So, Definitely in Millennium Park. That was fantastic to see. Um, we're going to get to, of course, some basketball. With the Bulls season started a couple days ago, the Bulls beat um, Detroit. Detroit actually played well to have Rookie K Cunningham out. Um, they're getting their stuff together over there at D-Town. It's going to take a minute, and it's not just the talent. It, the effort was standing out. And uh, uh, Jeremy J- J- Jeremy Grant, goodness gracious, the type of the game that he had. That move of him deciding he wanted to show out and show his talents and not, just play, not necessarily play for a contender, but play for a team where he is the man or at least one of the men was definitely a wise decision. Uh, the, NF- the NBA 75th anniversary kicked off, and there's a lot of hate. Tony's trying to troll people at the Reggie Miller disdain. We talked about it this morning. I'm not going to let him pull me into it. (laughs) And of course, last but not least, our Bears took an L last week to their owner, Aaron Rodgers. And now they're going down to Tampa, Tampa Bay, Tampa rather, to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, this time Uh, they want to get owned on the road. Yeah, like how many owners? How many owners do they have? <laughs> we didn't know that there were even more McCaskey slash Hollis uh, family members that were out there. So we have a whole list of things that we're going to jump into. How are you doing today, Ryan? Oh, I'm doing good. You know, weekend time, a lot of sports, got the playoffs. I've been really looking forward to Bulls basketball of late, which has been a change for years. So yeah, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Um, I'm fine. Playoffs. Their playoffs going on right now. Um, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like, if it's not a close game, I'm kind of like, click. Like, yeah, it's I, not really keeping me there. I'm rooting for Dusty Baker, but I thought it was going to be easier for me to kind of check in. But I don't really want to see the Astros, but I'm rooting for Dusty. I don't want to see Boston win anything. I honestly um, don't want to see any of these Final Four except for maybe the Braves. Nah. but Yeah, like... <laughs> I don't even care if I don't see the Braves. Like, give me another yeah. two teams from the AL and NL that could maybe be in this. Right. So, um, definitely, again, after playoffs, we're talking about MLB because the Sox, for me, because the Sox got knocked out or murderized by. I'd the be Houston the same Astros. way. You kidding yeah, me? Like, when your team gets bounced in the playoffs, uh, I don't. That's a horrible feeling. And, right. like, you know, I bet you in Green Bay, getting bounced from the playoffs is a lot different than here in Chicago. Like, when you kind of go there every year, maybe a right. bounce out here or there. It's not is as whatever. bad. It's not as bad. When you were waiting years after years after years, and even though they went last year, yeah, last year didn't really count. That was kind of like a weird COVID playoff mm-hmm. thing. You get bounced, like, that's, that's the worst. That's the yeah, worst one. If you're there every year, it's kind of like when um, on the text line uh, when guys was going up about Texas A&M about to beat Alabama. And it's like, you know, Alabama just won a national championship last year, right? Like waking me up when it's been four or five years and they haven't won. And that they were still talking about what's going on with Alabama and Alabama is still in the hunt right now. They're number three in the country. Like, relax. All right. You you get to let have about 11 players go to the NFL and get a loss in the SEC. All right. With right. the rich, rich ass Texas A&M. So, yeah, if it's like that, I will be fine tuning into the playoffs in the MLB. But like you said, my my White Sox are like Vanderbilt making it to the damn playoff in uh, college football. You know what I'm saying? That's how that's how remote it is, right? I can't even say we're like Florida. 
like we once had a history. We're mm-hmm. not even that type of good. You know what I'm saying? We, <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's, it's unexpected. So, um, yeah, that, that kind of, that kind of kept me away. But luckily, um, the fact that we had the WNBA, the WNBA helped cleanse my palate really quick. Um, Are we about sky, to go off top? Yeah, we're going to go off top. The sky, off top, the sky, um, Candace Parker, Courtney Vandersloot, Kalia uh, Copper, Ali Quigley, you know, uh, Dolson, uh, James Wade, and so on and so forth. Um, it's still not, a, I don't, I, I hate, the sexist angle, not the angle, but that some dudes can't appreciate this, I should say. That they can't get out of their own mind and just appreciate the exquisite basketball, the talent, um, and the guts and the determination of this team. It, it this was a me like you already know from last weekend, Demaz and I went to Thursday, no, Friday night's game. We went to Friday night's game. We tried to get tickets for Sunday. They were they were high. They weren't. I won't even say because they're expensive compared to how much they were initially before <laughs> scalpers who I mean before before the, the tickets went up because they made it into the finals. Because um, th- our tickets were nineteen dollars, and those same tickets a day later were like a hundred and seventy five bucks. Dang. Yeah, that's that's a price jump for that yeah. ass. If it was a hundred, I would have paid and I would have went. I told you I was gonna go. I, I almost went to the parade by myself, right? Cause clearly nobody wants to go with me because they would have been like, hey guys, let's do this, right? Um, I was waiting to get my orange WNBA hoodie, which fanatics, not fanatics, I shouldn't say this. Fanatics shipped it. And I look, the, the fanatics shipped me the, the hoodie, and I, I didn't get the one that says championship. So I, sometimes, especially something like a hoodie, I don't want it necessarily to be championship because it 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 it, it kind of it puts a timestamp on it. You yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. Where it's just yeah. like so, like three years from now, I don't want to be walking around with like the sky 2021 on right. my chest compared to that that silhouette. And I, I forgot we were talking about it. I don't know if it's Sue Bird or not. But that silhouette of Sue Bird or whoever, whoever's the lady, young lady that's laying up the ball, I can always wear that hoodie and it's going to be fly. And it's orange, so it's going to mix with so many different things that I can right. wear with it. Right. right. So I'm like, dude, I, and that's just it's just an ill, it's just, just an ill silhouette and ill hoodie. Um. So anyway, I got it shipped through FedEx and FedEx dropped that joint over at the wrong house. Right. So I'm sitting here yesterday. I finally getting I got in contact with them day of. I had a claim. They're still processing the claim. Um, and I'm like, listen, yeah, process that claim. And I sent this first business. Basically, I sent this next day delivery, even though it was it was a, it was hastened. It was next next business day. And I bought it on a Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it was, of course, Monday it was going to ship Tuesday to be to me. Tuesday it was to someone else. So we'll find out. But anyway, enough about me and my damn sweater, my sweatshirt, uh, my hoodie, rather um, the sky. That game, I don't, I don't know. We haven't talked about it. That last game, them being down double digit points. Um, I don't know who put the lid on the rim when it came to to the Mercury, but somebody strapped that lid on there, and them bunnies <laughs> wanted to drop it for nothing. It was like they miss, they they at least missed three, and then another time I think they missed maybe another three or two. They missed layups like it was going out of style. That the pressure was built up. I don't even understand why. I understand why they upset after the game as far as destroying the door that was allegedly destroyed by Diana Taurasi, which was also at the parade, um, because it wasn't close enough. Like, if you're, of course, you're going to be mad. You're an athlete, but you got to be mad. Like, you all were really in this. You lucked up and won a game that you shouldn't have won in the first place with the first game, basically. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, that, please, you were not in this. These ladies, they, the reason you were in it is because they stopped shooting well. It, was, it wasn't it was as much as you were doing something. And Brittany Griner was playing harder. They, they, Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner goes alpha 24-7. It'd be hard to beat that team, but luckily she's Brittany Griner. So, um, it was great. It was it was great. I, I still haven't watched all of the parade because I had to run out and I had to record under center. Um, so I'm going to get back to that because I, I in particular, of course, I want to see Candace's Candace uh, point during that because just growing up with her um, and just seeing that story, seeing all of their stories, it's, it's just touching. And it's been a long time 
since the Cubs won, the Chicago has celebrated the championship, and it's good. We we need championships around here every couple years. Right. Man. That's why I don't get why people are like turning up their nose on this. Like, man, it's been a sexist. minute from a championship. They're, they're, they're sexist, man. Like, I don't want to watch that girls basketball. And then look, I like some dudes have just been honest. Not to say they said that, but I talked to one dude, and he's like, man, I didn't see it. He's like, I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't see it. And I'm like, that's cool that you could be honest and just you you didn't see it, you didn't see it. But it's like the undertone, under grumblings and the, the little statements, of course, that are just, I don't know. It, it's just the dis- distasteful, I should say, some of the stuff that I've run across. Yeah, you hate hearing that. I mean, for me, I feel like maybe it's just me being a sports guy. Anyone in the playoffs or maybe not anyone, any team in the playoffs, that's a great story. It's very easy for me to get behind it, regardless of the like aesthetics around what body part you got in between your legs. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and it was beautiful. It was it was a beautiful game. You know what I'm saying? It's series of uh, this playoff run, you know, to play in the, the, the play in game and then beating Sylvia Fowles. It was all just terrific. Anytime you get next year, please take Deladon out if she's healthy. Just let's just just. just <laughs> Just line them up. The Get Sky ready. Revenge Tour. Yeah, it's Revenge Tour, right? Let's just <laughs> let's line them up. So um, definitely, I'm looking forward to next season. I'm definitely going to be at a couple games, take the family. Um, and also, Della Don, gotta, you want to be with the family? How about we bury you yeah. out here in Connecticut? <laughs> and, um, and also, um, they got to sign Kalia Copper. They got to max her out. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the real thing. That young lady has played herself into a contract. Um, gotta max her out, man. You can't let the MVP leave your team with Sky. Have a habit of doing that, though. We've just named a couple, <laughs> right? We had this. We just named a couple. So, yikes! For, a star needs to be signed for the Sky. Looking for who's got the die? <laughs> <laughs> looking, looking, looking so forward to. But sticking, sticking with hoops. Um, the Bulls. Um, they opened up the season this week. I, I talked about it in the open. Uh, they beat Detroit. Um, Detroit gave him a little bit of run in that game. Lonzo wasn't really right in that game compared to how he's been in this preseason. I don't know if he had the yips from it being the first game and tonight being the opening. Also tonight, our boy Tony Gill, you'll hear his voice on the open. So shout out to Tony. Um, uh, shout out to NBC Sports. Uh, listen, I'm excited about this year because we've had so much lame ass Bulls basketball for seasons Ooh. after seasons. And it was all about finding players, finding young players. And I love me some young player. I love to play GM, but I'm tired. We don't have draft picks anymore anyway. I'm happy that Arturis Karnasovas and Mark Eversley were able to bring in this much talent. I don't know yet about the DeMar fit. Um, I, I, I Tomorrow's his layup package isn't right right now. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of bunnies that were kind of out there missed. And, and I hope that he's going to find this find center and be able to really lock in because I think his mid range game could really benefit the bulls in half court settings and at the end of quarters and at the end of games, you know what I'm saying? Where you saw, for instance, like someone like Chris Paul get down, you know, like that's like nothing like playoff, mid-range game because they're going to give it to you for you to exploit. Zach, oh my goodness, you've heard me talk about it. The 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 lane is wide open. I mean, you have so much talent on the floor. And they did double Zach, but it was doubling when he got hot compared to just doubling him off the bus. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, okay, we got to get the ball out of Levine's hands. Zach looks so much better when he doesn't have to carry an entire organization alone. Yeah, like it looks effortlessly. Not to say it didn't in the past, but it looks even more effortlessly, and it 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 it, it heightens the greatness of his offensive basketball game. Also, defensively, he gave a lot more gusto too, just as mm-hmm. far as closing out. But if you, it just shows you just had just he's 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 very he's really high when it comes to his skill set in the NBA. Someone that can shoot the way that he can shoot, that can get to where he wants to get on the court and that can elevate and dunk on anybody. There's very few players 
that can do it as well as Zach Levine. It's just still picking and choosing and, and also being put in situations that are really matter. Zach hasn't had the opportunity since he hasn't been in the playoffs playing on losing teams to really been put in opportunities where it really mattered outside this past Olympics, which I think we all think benefited. The Olympics usually benefit first-time players in the first place. It's not even a shock when you go over there and you're just with the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? So looking at that, like getting, yeah, getting back to Lonzo, if Lonzo can be that disruptor and the playmaker that he was this preseason, I said this last week, I heard um, Joe Cowley with uh, Parkinson Spiegel yesterday. And I was saying on here that it's cont- due to Lonzo, it's contagious when you got somebody that can pass and wants to defend. And if that can, if that continues to be contagious and they, it's as long as they play defense, if they play defense and they're one of the top rebounding teams last year. They continue to do that. They're one of the better defensive teams last year. Take another step with that. If they can be one of the best teams in the passing lanes, this their bulls are going to be top. Five in the East, I think, if they can do that. And I mean, it's early, and I'm, I'm drinking the Bulls Kool-Aid. It's cherry red. Um, yeah, it is. It's cherry. so cherry red, right? Got I'm that, drinking the Bulls. that right amount of sugar where it's a little oh. bit on the sweet side. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. With the just, oh, it's just taste. With some ice cubes in it, too. Oh, it's just, it's just. There's a sandwich place right by me. They're like drug-themed called Chiba Hut, and they have Kool-Aid with their sandwiches. You're making really? me want to go over to the Chiba Hut. Yeah, uh, I wonder how low their overhead is serving people Kool Aid and getting money off of. I mean, because think about how much you're paying for a package, right? And you just you're like your overhead may be low as you know what. Like, mm-hmm. um, how are the sandwiches at this place? They're pretty good. They are pretty okay. good. One of the best tuna sandwiches I've ever had. And I'm a big tuna sandwich guy. I'm, I, I I love a tuna sandwich, but I'm leery and I don't trust people with like those products that you have to mix mayo in. <laughs> Um, like it take, I have to really trust the place for me to do that. What's the name of the tuna sandwich that you said is? It's, it, uh, Pacific Blue Melt, I believe. Okay, okay. And you say this place is drug themed. The name? Yeah, of the- like there's like a parrot smoking a J sandwich and blowing out the smoke and all this. Like it's they really pull, go into like the stoner vibe if that makes okay. sense okay okay and they really like, lean in hard on that and that's not a that's not a a state that you can smoke in right uh, i mean legally yeah 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 we're wreck in arizona okay 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 i didn't know i didn't know all right okay 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 one of the oh. few red states I was about to say, right they know we got a we but got i guess technically they were blue last time technically but yeah so what were your thoughts um, from the small sample size of the Bulls uh, first uh, opening night game and now tonight being the first home game. Uh, I had a lot of thoughts like that you were saying the DeMar DeRozan thing. It felt like he was being kind of like Superman, like, let me just kind of take over at points. And I didn't like that. I felt like everybody else was kind of like in the flow of the offense except for him. But at the same time, him and that pick and roll with Vooch and Levine, like I think those are legitimate weapons to throw at teams where, hey, you got an answer for DeMar or, hey, you got an answer for our pick and roll. Well, we have this counter we can do. And then obviously they're really good on the break. And if they can get that going, I think that can be an even greater weapon for them. Um, an unsung hero, I guess, if you will, is... Uh, I'm sorry. Oh man, what we got here? Oh, uh, it's something. <laughs> no, Kitten has sent me this TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. He has sent me this TikTok. Um, about he sent me this TikTok real quick, just since I interrupted you. This TikTok and on the show. Oh boy. No, I was looking for the next segment. I was going to pull up the 75th anniversary players list. So I had it ready to go. So I went to open it up and I didn't want to open up a tab on my computer because, as you know, StreamYard gets strained by, especially depending on the website, let alone just opening up a tab. And actually, I got an unused tab right here to let me just close that out. But uh, <laughs> let me close this one out, too. But they weren't causing any issues. So I, did, I was about to do it on here on my laptop, but I was afraid that I was going to pause and I didn't want to mess the show up. So when I went to what I opened up Safari and it was still on the TikTok, but it already went to several others and it mm. came up. But that's what happened, sir. Anyway, Seems the TikTok like a real quick. Excuse. So the, the TikTok is Darth Vader's at, on the side of this pool 
and there's supposed to be Luke or Jedi in the pool. And Darth Vader's like, I'm about to knock your ass in the pool. And uh, Luke is like, I can't even swim or whatever. And Darth Vader's like, I'm your father. So then Luke pulls out a, um, a UPS package and throws it at Darth Vader and says, you my father, you owe me like about 18,000 racks in child support payments. <laughs> and then Darth Vader stabs himself and falls into the water. All right. So I got that out the way. But yeah, I was trying to get... The 75th anniversary. Uh, so all you folks out there on TikTok, make sure you try to find that somewhere. Oh yeah. Sounds definitely. like a killer. Um you know Alex Caruso looked fantastic. I am really excited about his potential addition and I was Ooh. really encouraged to see him closing the game because I want them to lean a little bit more defense with what they've got. Um it's interesting though, because they can definitely go small if they want to, or they can kind of play big. But I think that's the one thing they're really missing on their team is an extra defensive big that maybe could even be a bench guy or just somebody that you could stick in with Vooch and just be big if you want to and still not lose anything in terms of defensive or perimeter on the defense or defense on the perimeter. Um, and you know, just overall, I feel like the team makes a lot of sense. They're well-constructed, well-built. I can't wait to see them improve. Like, that's that was just like a baseline, I feel like, for them. And I, they will get better. Like you said, if they can really defend, if they can really play the passing lanes and they're not going to be beaten down by height and size, I think that they're a top five, top four team in the East right now. One concern, and this is such a small sample size that I have, is rim protection and you're going to need when I was this one play where Vucevic had gotten beaten and the help defender was Patrick Williams and he came over, but I wanted him to jump and try to block the shot rather than just coming over. And I was thinking like, kid, you're the only person that can really right and be, you know, a rim protector because you know, you're not going to get it from Vucevic. Um, that's going to put, that's going to hurt them at certain points during this season. Um, I did see somewhere, I think on, on Twitter that, um, that is young isn't getting, isn't in the rotation really, even though it's so early to say who's not in the rotation with the team, especially if you're looking at preseason, right. you never know. Um, it's someone is insinuating perhaps they, they could look as far as if he's, uh, bought out or whatever. But again, I just saw that. I didn't know if it's valid or not. I just was bringing it over here. Um, it would so be great. If yeah, they, they got, bad. They have an easy schedule right now. You have Cleveland against is coming up. Um, you have the Pelicans tonight, and then they play another suck ass team in the, in, in like the, the, the next uh, three games. I can't remember, but they should basically be four and zero if they do what they need to do. They need to start this off early and get on a run and patch pat their 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 record with some victories for when they go into a slump or a lull because we all know they will go into a slump or a lull. Um so uh, again I'm excited. I can't wait for tonight's game. I hope I can watch it depending on what the family's going to be on. I'm, I record all these games so I may just watch it tonight or in the morning even though the boy and I have to get up early to get haircuts in the morning. It's messed up when I can't my my barber he he doesn't work in the afternoons really. So I can only get haircuts in the morning and I can't get them now like I did when Kenton was out of school in the summertime. I can only get it on a Saturday. So we have to be at the barbershop at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning to get a haircut. That's early. That's I mean, and I I was up early today. Actually, I've been up early the last two days. I had to take the drop the kids off yesterday. This I had to drop the kids off and had a doctor's appointment. Um, and then I had under center, but we ended up not doing under center. We recorded it this morning. Um, so, and then today I had to get up because we were recording under center early and then I had enough time to hop on Sean and Maya for a second, but whatever. You don't care what I'm, by the way, this Bulls team has got a tough stretch coming up. Let me know about the stretch. You got Detroit again after the Pelicans, and then Toronto, New York, Utah, Boston, Philly, Philly, Brooklyn, Dallas. That's your next few games. You're going to know who you are really quick. You know what? I can't say that because if they come out bad, we can use the excuse that they're still learning to jail together. (laughs) (laughs) It is fun Um, using that one. And I think there is some merit to that. Like, they're not used to playing with each other yet. Mm -hmm. And I think 
the encouraging part of that is it seems to all fit except for maybe DeMar DeRozan. I wonder, yeah. Listen, the crazy part, and DeMar DeRozan, I was cool with them getting DeMar DeRozan. Me too. um, But part of me was like, how's the fit going to work? And all he's been a player that I've been like, man, I would hate to trade someone who decided to sign with you. That would be rude. Right. <laughs> Even though it's not the same, it's not an apples to apples comparison, man. I really be like, you saw you jury on uh, Lamar, DeMar DeRozan again. Right. <laughs> but it was like, but just looking at it and the point that you make watching it. And it's just like, man, if we have to move somebody out because of pieces and fitting, and w- you don't want to move Lonzo because you need a point guard. The Bulls have been needing a, par- a point guard. You damn sure don't want to move Vooch because at least Vooch is pulling out the opposing center and leaving the lane open for your athletic guys and Zach to do whatever they need to do as far as getting in the lane and causing confusion. Um, but he's the guy that I've kind of still had to mark on, and we're going to have to see. You know what I'm saying? We're definitely going to have to see how DeMar DeRozan gels. But no, I didn't know that that schedule was coming up. Um, at Dallas, they could be, they could be Dallas. You know what I'm saying? They could be Dallas. The Nets are going to be, be Toronto. They're going to be, they could be Toronto, but this is a thing. It's that's at a, Toronto too. That's what's, and it's a, that even with the Kyle Lowry being gone, they, that's a try hard or a try yeah. organization. Yeah. That's not, and, that's not a easy one. And it's a, de- a, a development organization. They really develop their players. So that's going to be the still problem. got some good players, even though they Definitely. lost Lowry. Definitely. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. That Knicks one, that's the one I got circled. They gotta beat the Knicks. They gotta the put Knicks. this Knicks team in their damn place. The Knicks are cap. All right. The I Knicks. know, and I want like of course they start out with like a double overtime win and Julius Randle looks pretty good to start. They need to be put down. Put down quick. Tom is laughing too much. I'm seeing too many clips of Tom having a good time out there. I need stressed out Tibbs where the, the, <laughs> few, the few hairs left are seemingly falling out. <laughs> I'll be listening. And a thick line of sweat beating Dude. out of the pores. Um, it's going to come. That whole thing is going to fall apart. It's just funny. And I'm I'm happy that Tibbs has Tibbs guys, and then he infused it with some more offense uh, with Fournier and and bringing Kimba back home. But and Kimba talking about he's healthy. Kimba, you may be healthy now, but we know right. you're not going to finish the right. season healthy, right? Yeah, healthy um, and me. Yeah, listen, and there's only so long that you can get. Now, maybe playing in the bright lights in New York will keep this team focused in the way that Tim Thibs wants them to be. There's only so long that you could take Thibs and and, 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 and and all his machinations, especially if you're not going deep in the playoffs. Because at least the right. Bulls, and I mentioned this earlier on Sean and Maya, let's not forget the, the part of the fro- part of the problem with Fred Hoiberg taking over this the job as the Bulls head coach was the fact the year before they basically let the players know Thibs wasn't going to be there and the players stopped doing what Thibs wanted them to do. Gar Packs, for some reason, was under the assumption that they could just bring someone in and that they were going to be able to turn it back on and the players were going to be able to lock back in and the players never locked back in, right? Mm-hmm. So you get that with Thibs where those players locked in, but part of the Bulls locking in, the carrot that was dangled in front of their face was contending for a championship. These guys know they're not contending for a championship in New York. Or they'll know soon. They will know soon. Stop playing yourself, right? Again, I think they're going to be the the best team in New York. Right. And you're going to go win a title. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Did you see, wait, did you see that clip of the Knicks fans after that that, that game? There's us floating around social media. Yeah, I think a little bit. And they were just, they were talking about KD. They were talking about, like, it was, oh, man, it was ridiculous, right? It was. Oh my God! Don't listen, I felt sorry for them. To be honest with you, I felt like damn. For, I, I'm happy New York has the Yankees because y'all really out here acting like y'all know jack shit about with championships, <laughs> right? Like y'all are better than that, New York. You are better than that, right? Like you're getting hyped over a double overtime game in the first game of the season. <laughs> it's pretty pathetic. It's pretty oh, pathetic. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That is beautiful though. It's like 
The Knicks are the gift. If you ever had, if you ever grew up and your team was in a rivalry with the New York Knicks, they're the gift that keeps on giving I for know. generations. God, I love when the Knicks are bad. <laughs> what is that? I don't even care about Detroit. Like I listen. If right. The Pistons can win the world championship. I'm, I was rooting for them like, in 04. Anyways, bit, I wasn't. A little bit of going to be like, eh, a little bit. But more Jordan is going to be like, I don't care. The Knicks, and again, if the, Knicks <laughs> won, if the Knicks won, I could get over it. But a part of me yeah. still goes back to the 90s like, don't let them win. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> Uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I think thing. it's it's like obviously the the media market, but it's like if you haven't won a title since the seventies, can you get on the who gives a shit list real right. quick? Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this though. I can remember in the nineties when Jordan retired, and I used to get the Sport News magazine. They have a lot of Sports Illustrated, and everybody was picking the Knicks, and everybody had been picking the Knicks before. Because they were tired of Jordan's dominance, but people were like, "Yeah, the Knicks is going to be the year the Knicks do it or whatever." Right? <laughs> Can you do you know how insufferable ESPN would be if the Knicks were one of the best teams in basketball? Oh. Can you, can you imagine if the Knicks actually became a destination team, how insufferable it would be oh as we're bludgeoned God. over the head? Knicks, 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 Knicks. I mean, you know, ESPN is all about basketball and football, right? Give don't don't let the New York basketball team be one to pick. Oh my god! They'll change that ESPN red to New York orange. Exactly, dude, dude. Oh, oh man, Thibs, listen, you gotta mess this up. You got you can't let World Wide West. You can't let them. They can't let them figure this out, man. We got. Well, you know, honestly, this is going perfectly for ours. RN, they think they're good enough to win it all, and they're gonna waste a bunch of years not winning it. But see what this oh, but see what the plan is is the Nets plan. The plan is yeah. let's try, let's get some guys to change the culture, and then we're gonna trade some of your ass to bring in some of these these destination free agents, even though I don't even know who's what are the big free agents coming oh, gonna, gonna well, come Zion's the, the one. Zion's the one that they're no. and that's that's what I was gonna say. They're building please, the please like get the Zion. Nets. Listen, please, right. please, and then we'll throw all the Zion. money at Zion, and please they don't have enough Zion. money for anyone else. Please get I cannot wait for that to crumble in your face. Please get. He Zion. wants to play with RJ again. Zion. Okay, that, yeah, that, <laughs> please. Now, if, you, if that's the plan, stick to it. Stick to that one all the way because that's going to win. That has titles written all over it. <laughs> oh, it's. N- 2050 and the Knicks still have a one. We're approaching 100 Dude. years. I'm sorry. Oh, that's what I, I want to see is 100 you years had, of no Knicks titles. Right. You had to draft him, but I would be looking at John Moran so much like, mm. and both of them, <laughs> the problem is both of them are, are injury risk because the fearlessness of John Morant, right? It's like, dude, you know you're human, right? In which we had that guy playing here for a certain period of time. He plays yep. for the Knicks now. That that it's like a, a, I hope I'm wrong, but it's like a ticking clock. And then Zion is always going to be hurt. It's just he's built. He's he's too freaky. He's too much of a two K uh, player. <laughs> he's built. You're not supposed to be like that. I know. And you like already he has to fully foot. dedicate to just being the smallest like, he can possibly yes, be. Ex- and right now, not no. Nah. Nah. Not, not with those, not with that, those, uh, those, those phase and those, um, mm-hmm. what's those, 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 those pastries with they sprinkle the sugar on top of? Oh, um, yeah. beignets, uh, beignets, not beignets. with those beignets, right? He yeah. shot, he probably got like five beignets in his bag right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it ain't working. It ain't working, bro. It ain't working. <laughs> Sorry. It's like Napoleon Dynamite with the tater tots in the pocket. Dude, when, They're when my you beignets. <laughs> Dude, when you saw him sitting there talking about the the I don't know if it was the owner or who, no, it was uh Griffin, the general manager. I don't know if Griffin is general manager or the president in that organization. But when you yeah. saw him talking about was he playing a piano in his hotel room for him or whatever? And get up and limp off, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, his foot is broken." And you're like, "Oh damn, that big man got a, a broken foot." Oh, we haven't even started yet. All right, and Shuddy's foot is broken. It's just, it's not gonna go right to say. No, least. I don't think so. And all right, 
Sayonaris, New Orleans. You're gonna lose the next big thing again. Yep, you, he's so gone right now. You, they know it in their heart. Listen, I, if I was listen, if I was the Pelicans, we got to have a serious discussion about this. Perhaps being his last season there, and, and it's not even because he still has to sign the rookie, the second contract because they can offer him the most money, right? And even though we don't know what that night contract looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. We do not know what that's Jordan, that Jordan contract looks like, because mm-hmm. it, it may have some it may have some 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 bumpers in there. To, of course, it does depend on what market you're in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. But the, the point that I'm getting to is there's going to be diminishing returns if he is really injury prone and you're going to have to lock him up where if you can get value for it, because I, I think we just know how this movie plays out. Unfortunately, regardless of how freakish an athlete and how good of a gentleman Zion seems like I have no belief that a man built like that is going to stay healthy in the NBA, especially when he hasn't so far. Exactly. That flies through the sky. If this was a guy that was that size and he was doing everything right. below like the he rim, was Steph Curry or something. Yeah, if he was if it was like I, I, I'm, I'm feeling. But for you to get what you need out of him, he has to be a Skywalker for the most part. And that's that's skywalking to the hospital. <laughs> So you right. got this list for us, the 75? Yeah, got, the, got the 75. I got the 75 up. Are we hating on see. Reggie Miller getting on there? Are we doing nah, what Tony nah. wants? I'm looking at it. To, I'm just trying to look and see the players that stood out to me. Uh, Kareem, Ray Allen, Giannis, Carmelo, Nate Archibald, Paul Arizon, um, Charles Barkley, Rick Berry, Elgin Baylor, Dave Bing, Larry Bird, Kobe Bryant, Wilt, Bob Cousy, Dave Cowens, Billy Cunningham, Steph. Anthony Davis, Dave DeBusher, Clyde Drexler, Tim Duncan, Kevin Durant, Pat, Julius Irvin, Patrick Ewan, Walt Frazier, Kevin Garnett, George Gervin, Hal Greer, James Harden, John Havlicek, Elvin Hayes, LeBron, Magic, Sam Jones, Michael Jordan. Damn, them Jays are strong. Jason Kidd is the only K with last hmm. name that's in here. And Allen Iverson's the only I. Um, Kawhi Leonard, Damian Lillard, um, Jerry Lucas, Carl Malone, Moses Malone, Pete Maravich, Bob McAdoo, Kevin McHale, George Mike, and Reggie Miller, Errol Monroe, Nash, and, and Nash and the Whiskey are the only ends. Cute. Hakeem <laughs> and Shaq, Parrish, Chris Paul, Gary Payton, Bob Pettit, uh, Paul Pierce, Scotty Pippen, uh, Willis Reed, Oscar Robinson, David Robinson, Dennis Russell, Bill Russell, Dennis Rodman, Bill Russell, Dolph Shays, Bill Sharman, John Stockton, Isaiah Thomas, Nate Thurman, Wes Unsold, Dwayne Wade, Bill Walton, Jerry West, Russell Woods, Westbrook, Lenny Wilkins, Dominic Wilkins, James Worthy. All right. So my person that I would snatch up out of here if I had to. <clears throat> See, I would throw off some of these really older cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, who the hell were you playing against? All right, so let's. I like, mean, let's... of the newer ones, I don't know if I like AD being on there. I think AD should. I think AD is a top seventy-five player in the NBA history. Uh, Bill Sharman is on the um is on the list. Can you pull up Bill Sharman's uh, uh, uh stats real quick? Bill Sharman. <laughs> <laughs> pull him up, pull him up, pull him up. Sounds like uh, shit. Wow, like he's exactly. an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how about Bill Sharman? He'll get a stain uh, out for you. Oh my how, god, his picture's in black and white. That's a come real on. problem. <laughs> what, 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 what years? What years did he play, Ryan? What was his? What was his playing range? Uh, looking it up right now, I see the okay. born day as May 25th, 1926. So that's not I feel like I feel like Kevin Hart when he's sitting there talking to uh, what's his name? And he's like, he's like, I'm 56 years old. And he's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> he was a playing career of 1950 through 1961. Oh, hell no. What was his numbers like? We're yanking him out. We're yanking him out. He's a four-time NBA champion, eight-time NBA All-Star. I'm sure we don't want any of that he played stuff. For, he, played for, which, he played for the Lakers or the Celtics. Which one? Uh, Boston. Okay. Yeah. 
pull, we pulling his ass off. That's all. Those are all. Um, um, what's the name's championships anyway? Bill Russell. Oh yeah. Oh. So yeah. we all right. We got us one. We got us one. By the way, with, some yeah. points per game. He was at seventeen point eight, three assists, and three point nine rebounds, and eighty eight percent free throw shooter, forty two percent from the field, and averaged thirty two minutes a game. Yeah, Bill Sharma's out. It's not even a question, Bill Sharma. See you later, Sharms. Sorry, His highest Bill's... career or high season scoring, 22 points. Yeah, he got it. I mean, well, I, it, 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 it's fine if he scored 22 points, but he has to do it more than just one season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sticking with Celtics players that may get yanked, pull up Dave Cowens real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Maybe we got to do a bit like that. Like the names of NBA greats from old to now. Oh, yeah. This is some old, this is some old uh, Boards and Bernstein stuff right here. The picture of Dave Cowens, it's not a fair one. It's him in 2005, but he looks like a scorehead, first of all. So just the fact that he's an NBA great. Uh, 1970 to 1980, and then 82 to 83 after a brief retirement. Uh, let's see. Mainly with the Celtics, the last time, last couple of years were with the Bucks. Averaged mm. a total of seventeen points a game, almost a block a game, almost well one steal a game, three point eight rebound or assists, thirteen point six rebounds. I was gonna say his board game is gonna be high. Dave Cowan's board game is gonna be high. He's in. He's in. I knew I was being disrespectful. I apologize to Dave Cowens. I was being disrespectful. Um, speaking of Dave's, Dave Bing. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with – what is uh, the Wendy's guy, Dave uh, – oh, I can't remember oh. his <laughs> <laughs> Dave Thomas. Hey, look at <laughs> Dave Thomas. <laughs> what was the last name? Dave uh, – Bing. Bing, that's right, Dave Bing. How could I forget? Uh, let's see here, Dave Bing. He is currently the. Oh no, I'm sorry, my fault. He was the mayor of Detroit from 2009 to 2013. Oh yeah, he was. He definitely was. I remember it, uh, Dave Bing when he was the mayor of Detroit. And let's see, he averaged 20 points a game. Uh, six assists per game, three point eight rebounds per game. Mainly doing it with Detroit. Couple years with Washington. Last year with Boston. Nineteen sixty six to nineteen seventy eight. Hold on, I gotta look and see. I got Hal Greer next up on the <laughs> list. Let's see. Hal Greer. So everybody knows we're not just shaking out white players. Hal Greer is black. Um, let's see. All right. Hal Greer. Nineteen fifty-eight to nineteen seventy-three. Hal Greer had he put he started putting up some numbers. So initially, his first three years, he's his first three years. Oh, this is all messed up. This is wrong. oh no no. It was I'm looking at the last years of his career. Oh, do you know what, Al Greer? I apologize. I'm being disrespectful. I'm being too disrespectful. You know what? This list is pretty solid, man. This, this is. I'm just saying this list. Does anyone come to mind that's not on the list that you think should be on there? Is um, there any obvious one? Well, I Tony really was whining about the White Howard this morning. That he's not on somebody, there. Somebody, some, yeah. If somebody has to suffer. I'm fine if it's him. Yeah, I mean, there's been I a mean, lot of great centers. Right. And I mean, he played, he was the best center in, while the NBA was getting rid, getting rid of the position. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. He never really had an offensive game. He never developed say, his offensive game. No, he um, needed Hito Turkaloop to even make it to the finals. Right. So, I mean, you do need players, but still. Yeah. You know what? I only really have, I only have that one as far as, because most of these players, I, I, I do know most of their careers even if it was before my time. Um, yeah, there's only one. And uh, who was that that we, we snatched out? Oh, boy. 
was it John Smith? It was one of them. It was Bill Sharman. Yeah, it was Bill Sharman. It was Sharman. Sharman, uh, he's out. Yeah. Sorry, Bill. Yeah, sorry, Bill. So rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. So no, I mean, most of the guys I think that they added it's wait, was Chris Chris Bosch is on that list, right? Ooh, I don't know if you mentioned Bosch. Yeah, Maybe see. it was early on. Ooh, so no, Bosch is not on this list. Yeah, I got a little bit of pro- like, especially better than I think AD is a better player, but he hasn't accomplished as much as Chris Bosch. I agree with that. I also think if I had now, neither one of him is on here, but if I had to choose between Chris Bosch and Dwight Howard, I'm leaning. I may be leaning towards Bosch. I think I am too. To be honest with you, just versatility defensively. He won't be as good on the boards and defensively, but he can give you a punch offensively. And he can extend it out. All right. He can shoot that corner three. Right. So. No, Bosch didn't make it on here. Um, and that's tough, too. Bosch would have really put up some more numbers without LeBron had he stayed healthy from healthy. the plotting. Exactly. I mean, to be honest with you, he'd still be playing probably right now. Probably. He'd probably be you know, the Udonis Haslam that they have currently right, on the team. Right. He'd probably be playing. If not, he'd be someplace else, but he'd probably still be playing, collecting a check. Maybe in L.A. with LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, you know, Bosch is only playing in Miami or LA. Mm-mm-mm. Wow, wow, wow. This this was pretty interesting. I think they did a pretty good job with this. Oh, Clay, we didn't say your thoughts on Clay Thompson not making the list. Whew. Yeah, I kind of have a problem with that one. I mean, he's one of the best shooters ever, won multiple titles. You know, I want to see this list. Player. I want to see this list by position. It's just kind of tough with some of the younger players that are still going because it's like, how many two guards would you put on there in like today's game when you already have like James Harden on there? Right. I'm with you. I don't know how many more twos you want to put on there. I think Clay should be on that list. And maybe disrespectfully over Reggie Miller. Whoa. Whoa. Clay ain't never had to, to, to pull the, the drag his team by himself. Yeah, I, I was trying to poke the bear, the Reggie Miller bear, like like Tony does. The West, the hornet's nest. I don't even understand. I mean, I we see the thing with that is just I haven't seen it, so fuck it. That's kind of how Tony can be with some stuff. And then he's just trying to use stats to validate if the person deserves it or not without the context of knowing what that person's career, what what they were. You know, we're talking about the Knicks. I was watching that game where Reggie did that to the Knicks live. All right. That was it was crazy. All right. Seeing him through the choke sign to, 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 to Spike Lee. Seeing him knock down Greg Anthony and get that ball and no having the having the the, the foresight to step back like dude you got to remember taking threes back then was not today and Reggie no. was the man at taking threes outside of Larry Bird back in those days and by this time Larry Bird had retired right when you saw Larry Reggie already sit there knock down a three knock over Greg Anthony. They throw the ball, inbound the ball. The Knicks are inbound the ball. Throw the ball to Reggie after Greg Anthony is knocked down. Reggie dribbles, takes a step back. Back then, people wasn't doing that, right? Took Mm-mm. a step back to the three-point line and let it go and knock. It was like, oh, my goodness. It was Reggie crazy. just beat New York. <laughs> it was crazy, dude. Like, man, no. Like, even listen, I was thinking of this today. And it's funny how the things you think about come and play out. And I, I I remember this point. I was thinking this today, and it's about Ray Allen and Reggie. But I remember recently thinking about the fact that people really don't know, like, the history of Deion Sanders. And, like, when I I see Deion and think about Deion in Dallas, when I think about Deion in Dallas, to me, that's kind of like the end of his career because he was only really healthy for about two seasons. And then he had turf toe, and turf toe basically ended his career until he came out of retirement for Washington, right? And I'm sitting there, and I was thinking about this four days ago. So I'm watching ESPN yesterday or this morning, and it's like, yes, yeah, Sanders won't be at the game because he has to have operation on his foot. And, and it's funny, it's on ESPN's ticker, and it was like, Sanders injured the foot playing for the Cowboys. And I was like, I was just thinking about that, right? <laughs> 
So anyway, I was thinking about, and this is always in my head, if I had if I had one player to take a shot to save my life, and you know, the first people usually go to is Ray Allen. And to me, Ray Allen wasn't as clutch when it mattered. And I know people still see that heat, that heat game in the finals where he gets mm-hmm. the, he gets the pass to him, um, the, the missed ball, and he, LeBron misses the shot and Bosch knocks the ball over his way. That he has that one, but I'm talking about Reggie had epic moments like that regularly, damn near, right? Like, so it was it still would always be Reggie, and Reggie just had to, to oh, to, to, again to have somebody go at Michael Jordan who's less talented, right? And just prideful, and that's what you love about Reggie. Reggie wasn't taking Jordan's mess, and that's what you just loved about him. You know what I'm saying? It used to make mm-hmm. you mad, but you love that about Reggie. So I'm always going to have an affinity for Reggie Miller, regardless of the hate and slander that young Tony wants to come yes. up with. It's great. The best part is this. All this stuff that he does, and I'm speaking of Tony Gill, he's going to be so mad in 10 years when some young person is disrespecting the people he grew up watching. <laughs> right, like Steph. Right. I mean, so so like, what? So he's going to be so upset and be like, man, you didn't see it. You didn't even see it. <laughs> and then you're going to wheel on over and be like, yeah, deep yeah. face. Yeah. So oh, like, you didn't exactly. see it. <laughs> exactly. He didn't see it, did he, Tony? So, yeah. Um, that's that's my thoughts on the NBA 75th anniversary. All the to do, much to do about nothing. For the most part, we knew who was going to get in, and the 76 players that got in because it was a tie. What do you think about these Bears going to Tampa? Oh uh, man, um, it's going to be interesting. Bill Lazor had some interesting statements. I was reading uh, Brad Bick's article from the Chicago Tribune. Um, talking about, you know, focusing on um, talk about one, the blitz packages that Todd Bowles is going to come with. And if this is a good lesson for Justin Fields, as long as Justin remembers the rules and everything they implemented in, in the offseason. And this is the reason why they implemented uh, these plays in situations like this. Um, this is not the matchup you want for this young, young quarterback. But it's the, probably a matchup that he needs um, after – I won't say he's flying high. But still, you know, he's starting to figure it out, and you need to be challenged so you go to another level. And, I mean, he got challenged last week, and he said it, that kind of that it's it's the, the little minute parts of the plays that you really have to work on because in college you have more opportunities and you're going up against lesser talent. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what Todd Bowles dials up. You got the best run defense in the NFL. They're only giving up 54.8 yards rushing. I mean, think about that. And teams and usually you throw gotta two, run. You two or three. They, they have to. They have, I mean, because you you don't want to be in a situation where you're Cleveland? doing your three and outs. Yeah, three and outs, three and outs, three and outs. The defense is taxed. The defense, if the defense gets taxed against the Bucks, it's going to be a low. I think they're going to get taxed anyway, but I'm talking about taxed like by the second early, quarter. Right. Into this, yeah, like if they get taxed early, it's going to be bad. Um, the, I, th- I don't, I mean, let's be honest, Bears. Bears aren't going to win this game. No, there's a chance because it's football. Yeah, there's Tom a Brady gets hurt or something, and a ton well, no, of turnovers. Teams are upset. Teams are. Listen, I we, right here again being wrong. I didn't have the Chargers losing last week to the Baltimore. Right, I mean, and it wasn't a loss. They beat them. Right, like. Right. And there's been a lot of joking at the Bears' expense. Maybe they turn some of that into motivation. I mean, Tom Brady with all his comments, like Ohio State quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, like unsolicited owning the team. I don't know if that's enough to really do anything, but the Bears are a little bit of a national joke, and one way you can shut people up is have an impressive victory. Yeah, but this won't be the victory. No, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to be, you know what, though? I, I'm looking for a team that runs on the run defense because it happens where someone figures it out or some running back just has a really good day versus said team. And I wonder if the Bears can necessarily pull that out. Plus, how many teams are running from jumbo packages versus the Bucks too? You know what I'm saying? Now, the Bucks know that. I mean, they, they have the tape. But that's, I'm looking at that. I'm looking, can they... You may not be able to to, to 
to, to consistently sustain drives, but can you keep some drives alive through the run, unlike most of the NFL has versus the Bucks this season and towards the end of last season? Um, you're gonna have to listen, you're gonna have to win through the air. You're gonna have to Kokomet had four passes for 49 yards, his best game of the season. He's gonna have to get more career than that. Yeah, you're right. For his career, he's gonna need more catches than that. Maybe, maybe Jimmy Graham finally shows up in the passing game. No, I think they um, just want to pay him for multiple years for no reason. You know, we like that. We like he's sexy. You know, Ryan like that likes that. He likes that. Um, so I mean it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a hard game. But you're right; they have to throw down the field against this battered secondary of the Bucks. I mean, even if you're just kind of throwing it up a little bit, like you got third string practice squad guys going up against your top starters. Maybe you won't have a Rob because of injuries, but you should have enough talent where you would think. I mean, you got to beat practice squad guys. Got to beat third stringers. You should be able to, but they still got that front seven. And I mean, I know JPP may be out. Um, I forgot who else may be injured. This um, that may not make it because he had a couple players that didn't practice this week. AB didn't practice this week. Yeah, he's out. Uh, he's officially out. I, but I need Mike Evans needs every catch he can get. Gronk. Uh, I need last week AB was him. the first week. Last week was the first week that Gronk being uh, being out hurt me as far as Mike Evans. Gronk being out has helped my Mike Evans boom. <laughs> Man, it's always like this with Brady and Mike Evans. I knew better. It's like, you know, they really don't have a connection. I'm like, it's a year two. They're going to be better. Just take them, right? It's uh, been going great for me with Tom. Oh, I'm so glad I picked up Tom. Great for you. Great. But what are your thoughts as far as uh, expectations for this upcoming game in Tampa? I think like we're we're talking about a pretty obvious loss. So it's how they lose for me. Mm. Are they doing things that make sense? A big reason why we think they're going to lose, the run defense of the Buccaneers is fantastic. It's extraordinary. It's the best of the best. The Bears' only shot of any type of offense has to be running the football. So you're already setting yourself up for failure on paper, right, in this matchup. But if they come out there just like, hey, we're not gonna th- we're not gonna run it. We're gonna throw it like crazy because they're too good at stopping the run. I'm gonna have a huge problem with that. I'm gonna have a huge problem with that because that is no way that they're gonna be able to win. And if this offensive line is good at blocking anything, it's the run, not the pass. They are not good at doing that. And I don't want to see Justin Fields ever get lit up like he did against Cleveland. And unfortunately, this game has that making. If let's say Matt Nagy takes over play calling. Or gets, you know, wild with his game planning or whatever. I don't think Matt Nagy's taking off play, taking over play calling anytime soon. And I don't think not. Matt Nagy. I don't think Matt Nagy would have come out and said what he said if he was going to do an end around and snatch it right back. And not to say it didn't happen last year, but I think that was from up high a little bit too. And they also the players. He, you now we talk about Matt Nagy not losing the locker room. If he had some c- come to God moment with the team, <coughs> excuse me, and they all came up with, you know what, this is these are the things that work best. And one of those things is you giving up the play call and giving it to Bill Lazor. And you know, you Nick Foles stood up saying that. Of course, you could you can lose this team. If you go back to a losing True. style, and I mean losing style, you calling offensive plays. So I don't think right now he's going to run that risk. Um, when, when they're actually five hundred, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't expect it because I mean, look, think about it. They got, they, they have a chance in three weeks to be. They're going to be three and four probably. They have a chance to be five and four in three weeks. You know, they got, they can beat San Francisco and they can beat um, the Steelers. They can, not to they say could. they will, but they, they could, could beat those teams. All right, and now you you finally gotten gotten past the gauntlet that was taking place at the, the first half of this season. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. now you're getting back to your Detroit's. Your you haven't Minnesota. played the Vikings. You haven't played the Vikings at all yet. You know what I'm saying? So that's three games right there. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. I, I just really am worried about. The only way you're going to have any chance to succeed in this game is running the football. You're probably going to be running against a brick wall. And we know what the Bears coaching staff, maybe not Bill Lazor, but definitely with Nagy, when the run isn't working immediately, 
they want to abandon ship and you're going to, if this game's close and they have a shot to win in the fourth quarter, it's because they never gave up on the run and they found a way to get enough out of the passing game. You hope, well, maybe listen, we'll see. All right. Because I'm with you. I think that's how to play out, but what if it plays out? They stopped the run. They stifled it. There was nothing you can do. And the kid got hot again. I don't necessarily believe that's going to happen, but there's still a chance and that that probably will be the only way that you can dispatch of Tampa Bay is if it getting hot, if it's him getting hot in Justin Fields. And if he goes off for career yards and uh pass catch, I mean, the pass is thrown and caught and uh, yards of the game yards. God, I'm just, I mean, that would be yards fantastic. Thrown. Like I'm hoping to see that real amazing breakout Justin Fields game. I don't think it's coming quite, this week just because of this opponent but that's what we're hoping to develop right that no matter what the crap you put around him once he's good he's gonna make up for a lot of that crap exactly so we'll definitely see but let's go around and preview the the week seven before we get up out of here yeah let's talk about i think a, a solid slate but i don't know if there's a ton of great games let's start in the noon hour these two teams seem to always be matching up Titans hosting the Chiefs. Four and two Titans, three and three Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I have to. That's my squad. I mean, <laughs> I am. Yeah, not I mean, giving the Titans a chance? No, I don't, want to, I don't want to. I'm not feeling Tennessee's vibes really this year. Um, I just I was don't. impressed by that victory over Baltimore. I got to get that. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with just, you. I'm not feeling those vibes. Otherwise, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Um, so I'm gonna go, Casey. What about you? I kind of like the Titans. I don't know. Oh, I think the Chiefs are. You've been they're reeling a little bit. I think the Derrick Henry big emotional win. Sometimes mm. it's a little bit of a letdown, but the quality of opponent. I think that they'll be able to get up even on a short week. How about uh, also in the noon hour? The Ravens hosting the Bengals for first place in the AFC North. I'm not betting against the Baltimore. Period. Boy. I'm not. And again, the Bengals, listen, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow are doing their thing. I'm I'm moving I'm, I'm moving all my chips to Lamar Jackson. All right. Um, and I'll be wrong, but give me Lamar Jackson. I mean, the, the dude is doing it all by itself, basically. <laughs> I'm with you. And like you said, that Chargers where they just whomped them, that was really impressive. I, I w- and like they've just been able to stay in every game. They played really well overall. They might not be a perfect team, but they're managing injuries. They're finding a way to get stops. Lamar is getting a little bit better as a passer, but still has all that juice running. Yeah, I like Baltimore in that one. How about this? Three o'clock slot. Usually those are all the games of the weeks. Well, if anything, it's making my stomach weak looking at all this. So I'll give you the three games. You got to pick one. Eagles at the Raiders. Lions at the Rams. Texans at the Cardinals. And I guess we've already talked about the Bears or the Buccaneers. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. That is your three o'clock time slot. When do we Eagles, start? Uh, where are uh, the Eagles at? Where are the Eagles at? In Vegas, taking on the Raiders. Oh, oh, what was the third <laughs> game? Because I mean, this is Texans all going to the Cardinals. JJ Watt against his former team, baby. Okay, that one. I'm, I'm in for that. I'm in. How for about that. Jared Goff playing his former team? No, no, no. And Dan Campbell threw Darren Goff. Listen, he tossed he tossed Jared Goff so effing far. Oh my goodness. Um no. I, the the Lions are worse than what we expected them to be. Um uh, and no. Like the Rams are going to slaughter them. Um because I have their defense. I need it. Um I'm going to go with the JJ Watt. Ooh. Um because listen, I get to watch Kyler Murray. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Anytime yeah. you get to watch Kyler Murray, um, it's, it's deep. Well, it's to a, be fair, there's no wrong answers with this hot garbage of three o'clock slot games. Oof. I mean, wh- wait, I mean, three o'clock is basically where all four teams are supposed to get murdered. 
Yeah. All, like think about like all those, including the Bears in Tampa. Right. Right. Like it's, these are, this is some of the and, most lopsided games, and at least the Bears are three and three. But damn, this is a terrible ass uh, three o'clock hour. <laughs> and they're all the road teams. Uh, unless you think the Eagles are going to beat the Raiders, all these road teams are about to get smoked. Where's Ooh. the flex? Can we flex? Something. NFL man. needs to put the flex in immediately. But you know the like, crazy part is Steelers. this was the first. This was the first crazy bye week. Like so many of my guys, it was oh like bye, 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 bye. I'm too. like, oh my, what am I about to do? I know. Look, I don't know dude, what I'm gonna do. Kareem Hunt finally goes down. My my, my Nick Chubb got hurt, right? Kareem Hunt, I'm like, fine. No, again, I'm not rooting. But I'm like, finally he's not stealing my touchdowns, right? <laughs> and then they're like, Nick Chubb's not gonna play Thursday night. I'm like, damn it. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? Man, I must have get I must have got Dearness Williams or whatever Shorty's name was that ran for Cleveland last night. Shorty got me twenty something high points, man. I was Ooh. like, I know they running this rock, right? Especially Ooh. with Case Keenum in there. Yeah, like, come on. I know. Hey, Shorty is he's gonna stay on Fansky was just salivating to run that baby. Come on, come on, like yeah, man. That's 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 some hard. That's that's a hard three o'clock hour you got right there, Ryan. To say the <laughs> least. How about uh, I'll give you the Sunday and Monday night games. Give me which one you want out of that. Colts 49ers or Saints Seahawks? I guess Colts 49ers. Because I'm not I'm not a Geno Smith guy. So (laughs) you don't want to see Geno versus Jameis? Every time I see Gene, it's bad. Just think about somebody getting knocked out or getting their jaw wired. I just think about when Gino with the Jets and he owed that lineman, that uh, linebacker, that money from this charity event and how Shorty just rearranged his face. It's it's just it's hard for me to forget some things. Um, Yeah, I always think about him alone in the draft room. That yeah, one always about comes that. to mind. I forgot for about, and also like the bad talk, like coming out of West Virginia, he had he had rumors of being they were talking about man. being number one, and then he drops yeah. all the way to nothing. Yeah, dude. So I never. I mean, even though you know, last week Shuddy Key stepped up, but no, 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 no. You said the Forty mm-hmm. ers versus who? The Colts. The Colts. Yeah, I mean, man, the Colts, man. This- How about the battle of NDSU quarterbacks? Trey Lance versus Carson Wentz. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> NDSU ball. I'm going to go with the 49ers in that one. I'll bet you what. You're going to get some hot numbers in North Dakota for that Sunday night game. I'll tell you what. <laughs> All 12 people will have their TVs tuned in. Oh, oh man. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, We're man. running hot in North Dakota this night. <laughs> Number two market. <laughs> Oh, oh, good. <laughs> oh, we gotta get man. more of these Colts 49ers games going. My God. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yes. Yes. That's a good one, Ryan. That's a good one. All right, everybody. We will be back next week, maybe even a little earlier in the week, actually, um, to give you a little bit of our banter about sports and whatever else is going on. We always appreciate it. Uh, make sure you take care of yourself and don't do anything crazy to hear from us again. Or maybe just don't do anything too crazy in general. <laughs>